The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. All right, when you got here to the house tonight, did you notice the lights that I have out front? That I've changed the lights that shine on the house? Was it already changed? Did you notice it when you walked up? I did not notice I can't the get Christmas any Marty. lights are gone. The Christmas lights are gone, but I have the little the little rope that's the above it. The rope light is still but up the there. Rope I didn't see that. The rope light kind of looks a little, it looks close to a purple yellow. You know, in the right, I don't know, I I just don't want to climb up there. We're doing this Mardi Gras it's thing. It's pretty red. Just, okay, so just get it down. <laughs> it doesn't fit the Mardi Gras thing. Okay, it's right. pretty red. Because we've been talking about the idea we talked about on the last show, Mardi Gras in Evergreen Park, and we're celebrating that here on the EP Podcast. Yes. And don't forget, later on today, we've got two very good guests. We've got a major announcement from District 124. It's something for the entire community, though. So even if you don't have a kid in D124, even if you never went to D124 schools, if you are part of Evergreen Park, part of the community, this involves everybody. And we are going to announce that. They're down here. we got the big announcement. It's happening in just a few minutes. And then we also have... A gentleman on from Waste Management covering Evergreen Park to talk about the do's and the don'ts of recycling and what I can and can't get away with when I'm trying to get rid of garbage. I have a ton of crap down here and I want to get rid of it. So I want to know like how much of it can I throw it at the curb before I have to start paying them extra. So I have questions. You're going to get to learn the answers to those questions because I want to get the answers to those questions. We have that on here as well. But back to the whole Mardi Gras thing. I, I can't get the lights to go to the colors. I can do purple. Mm-hmm. I can do green. Mm-hmm. And I, gold. Yellow. Yeah, the best I got is orange. Eh, all right. I got Right now, the only way I can do three colors, because I have the three things out in front, the only combo it will give me, it doesn't give me a Mardi Gras combo. It gives me a combo that's supposedly for Halloween, but it's green, purple, and orange. And I was like, that's the best I can do. do I, am, I, am I out? Or, or I mean, it, the orange, if it looks golden enough. It's like a golden orange. Okay, then that's It's like a, a golden yeah. orange, but it's definitely yeah. not a yellow. Yeah. It's definitely not LSU no, no, no. yellow no, or anything yeah, like LSU that. Yeah, LSU is canary okay. yellow. All right. All right. Were you excited about that last week? Yes. Were you? Were you pumped up? <laughs> yeah, I was so excited. I was just crying. Louisiana girl watching LSU win the national I more, championship. I was more proud of Coach O because he was the guy, like, was it three years ago? He's the guy from The Water Boy, right? And like, yes. He's, yes, he's Farmer <laughs> Fran. <laughs> he kind of reminds, reminds you of the guy you can't understand in The Water Boy. But his that's first... It. His first, you know, talk he gave, like, as the, the official head coach is he's like, I know I'm the butt of all the jokes. I know I'm not everyone's first, second, or even third pick, but I love this state. I love this sport. And he's like, I'm going to get us back to the back to the title game. Yeah, and and that was gets, three years gets, ago. Then he gets Joe Burrows. And that, yep. I mean, like, that, that's that's what helped him right there. Yes. He, had a, he had a heck of a quarterback that's out yes, there. Yes, he did. And, and Bears fans are going to be. But that'll saw, be another quarterback we'll be comparing Mitch Trubisky to for the again, next five you know, years. But then again, you know, Burrows, he sat the bench pretty much at Ohio. They, right. you know, and They Coach screwed o, up at Ohio State with that Yeah, guy. Coach that's O sure. sees the raw talent yeah. and, you know. So you were pumped. Oh, I was pumped. You I was just excited. so I was proud of my home state. I was very, very proud. All right. And our tiger is so much better than Clemson. Oh my goodness! I, yeah. I totally and then you got start, And then in. you start chanting the hilarious and yet not fit for television thing that you were doing at the end. Okay, the next song. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got a lot ahead. I want to talk to you a little bit about Mardi Gras. We're going to talk about one of the things that people can go out and get. 
if they want to actually celebrate the Mardi Gras season, which we learned last week from Hannah, a native of Louisiana, is not something that happens just a few days before Ash Wednesday. It's something that's going on right now. It started on January the 12th. Yes. Okay. We've got our guests that I mentioned. I've got uh, I've got a brand new segment that I want to unveil and much, much more up ahead. A lot packed into 30 minutes of good. Happy MLK Day, Martin Luther King Day. Amazingly enough, our newest advertiser, Crazy Crab, the owner's name is literally Martin Luther King. <laughs> How cool is that? And, 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 he, and his first ad runs on the week of Martin Luther King Day. You can't plan that stuff out. It's the EP Podcast right out of Evergreen Park, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. <laughs> Listening on the day this show comes out, Monday morning, happy Martin Luther King Day to you. The Village Hall and Community Center are closed on Monday in observance for this national holiday. Waste management is picking up, though. So you're on your regular schedule here in Evergreen Park this week for garbage and recyclable pickup. The Recreation Department is looking to begin water aerobics classes. It will be Tuesdays and Thursdays in the evenings over at EP High School. But they're also looking for somebody to teach it. 708-229-3373 if you're interested in teaching water aerobics. Actually, I think I just found my new side gig, Hannah. And a one. And a two. Nah. Hopefully there's somebody else with more experience listening. Give them a call. They need a teacher. This Saturday, the 25th at 7.30 p.m. in the Performance Hall of the Senior Center at 9547 South Homan, the Evergreen Park Recreation Department Candlelight Theater presents their Candlelight Serenade, a 70-minute vocal concert followed by wine, cheese, and hors d'oeuvres at the reception. $18 for adults, $15 for seniors and students. Get your tickets at the Community Center this week. That's your EP Word on the Street. Some folks from District 124 schools sitting down right now, and they will be talking to us in moments about a big announcement right here on the EP Podcast. Hey, Dad. Can we go someplace fun for dinner tonight? Well, I don't want to drive too far, and we're staying in Evergreen Park. And it's got to be someplace I can bring your younger brother, and your mother and I can still get something cold to drink. I want to have seafood tonight. I want to get messy. How about this? I have an idea. We'll go to the Crazy Crab. Yeah! Crazy Crab at 9204 Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park is open for lunch and dinner with favorites like fried catfish, shrimp po'boys, lobster rolls, and raw oysters by the half dozen. And then if you want to get crazy, pick out some crab legs, snow crab, king crab, blue crabs, lobster tail, mussels, clams, crawfish, shrimp, and then pick your flavors. Lemon pepper, garlic pepper, crazy Cajun, or combine all three in the trifecta. And then go for the spice. You can go mild all the way up to crazy hop. Then the crazy crab brings it to your table and you chow down. Kids, get in the car. We're heading up to 9204 Southwestern Avenue and getting some crazy crap. Joining me down here this week in the EP podcast, I have two guests. One's been down here before. We have Alex Maester and Angela Iverson. Angela, you are the librarian for District 124. Is that correct? Yes, I'm the district librarian. So is that for like the, like you have every, like all the schools you run back and forth to each and every one of them? All four of the elementary schools and the middle school. Each of the each of the schools have a media aide who is there full time every day, and then I'm sort of overseeing the libraries. How much traveling is that? 
Like, I, I, like every day are you? No, not every day. Okay. But yeah, I'm back and forth, but n- not every day. My home base is at Central, okay. the middle school. Okay. Yeah, because nobody wants to deal with the smaller children. They're annoying. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I have a smaller child. You saw him when you, when, when you walked in the door. He's four years old. He wanted to show you his bunk bed, his train. Yeah. Right. Very interesting. Yes. Yes. So I understand. Hang at Central. If I were you, I would hang at Central. Okay. So Angela, there's a big announcement. This happened on Friday, right? District Y, but you wanted to make sure you came on the EP podcast and told everybody about what is it a, it's a district thing. It's a library thing. It's a combo thing. Tell everybody about what's going on. Yes. So this is our district wide read and we want to include everyone in Evergreen Park in reading our book. This year we have chosen Charlotte's Web. Um, a classic that everyone loves. Uh, so we've chosen this book and we're hoping to involve the whole community, not just District 124, in reading this book. So uh, one way that we're doing this is we're involving the public library. So they're going to have programs as well that coincide with what we're doing um, in the district. You Just to add to that, as we're really trying to get the whole community involved, we're, um, we're starting next week giving away books to families and parents that they could pick up at our local schools. So if somebody wants a book, they don't have to go out and purchase it per se because the district is, this is like a community thing? Is that what so I'm getting? So it is a community thing. There's a limited number of books that are available. At uh, it's too late. You already told everybody on the EP podcast there's free books. There's going to be thousands of people standing over at Central. Okay. Tell them there's free books at the Evergreen Park Public Library as well. <laughs> All right. So there's a limited amount of copies of Charlotte's Web. You know, I find this is an interesting choice as a child I remember Charlotte's Web more as the cartoon that I watched mm-hmm. than than the book. Like, I'm sure my mother read me the book, but I always think of the cartoon because that was like something we played on repeat on our VHS player, you know? Or if it showed up all of a sudden, like CBS Channel 2 had a special presentation of Charlotte's Web. Mom, mom made sure we were sitting in front of the TV at 7 o'clock Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. So... The book-wise, I didn't realize that it was as small as it was. It is. You know? It's a quick read. Yeah, yeah. it's a quick read, but yeah. The major motion picture that came out that is not the Charlotte's Web, I know, because I like the little cartoon. The live action. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah the live yeah. action one is very, very long. It seems like they probably added some stuff in. So this isn't like a hard read. If people decide they want to do the community reading thing that with District 124, that this is not something that's going to take them very long. Like, you can no. sit down get this done in a half hour, hour, depending on how quick you read. <laughs> Right? Am I you over it? Am, am I, <laughs> I like to you skim. Can do a chapter a night easily. I like to skim. Yeah. Is there is there a uh, is there a cliff notes that maybe I can get for this thing? No. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you have to look in at it. Is your there own. a book report I have to submit to prove that you I read not. it? You do not. No. No. Okay. So how do you know when people are reading the book then? We have activities okay. that we are we have planned. We have um, line dancing. You know, is, I, there, is there line dancing in this book? Well, it's set on a farm, so we... <laughs> you just assume all farmers line dance. <laughs> we chose wow. line dancing, and wow. there's... In 2020, there will that be a, judgmental of people. Okay. <laughs> there will be a paint night to paint some of the characters that are part of the book. Um, and the other one we have is... The movie night. The movie night, yeah. So we will show the cartoon version yes, that's of the, the book one, that's the one you want in watch. late March. Although when I was a kid, I always thought it was really creepy when the babies showed up. Because it's like all these little like oh, creepy the baby, cartoon oh, the babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all go flying off and they got the little voices. It's really weird. Little, yeah, it's yeah when I was a kid, that was a little creepy. Okay. And it's great to hear that you have all these connections to the book because... It's not really connections. I'm just a nerd who remembers. <laughs> well, I was trying to be nice about it. <laughs> um, no, but we, there is a lot of work that goes into selecting the right title. And we need to find something that, 
you know, K through eight students can relate to and their parents and anyone who we want to be part of this. Um, so Angela, you know, kind of led our search and we feel like, and it's great to hear you say too, we've picked a book that the whole community is able to connect with. No, I'm digging it, Angela. This is really cool. So like for how long does this go on for? So throughout February and March, we introduce the book in January and then our activities start in February and March. But we give people like two months to read this book. Two months. For the slow plenty readers. Plenty of time, yeah. Plenty okay, of time. I got you. So we have this going on. If somebody wants to learn more about the activities, is there something on a website? Is there a way for people to look things up? We have an Evergreen Reads Facebook page, and everything that we post on there is linked to our um, district website and our district Facebook page as well. You can stop by the library and check out the um, activities that they have planned. I'm sure they're listed on their websites as well, so... And we have the evergreenreads.com website as well. So if you just go to evergreenreads.com, you're going to get pretty much everything. You're going to get pretty much everything. And um, we started a hashtag initiative. If you use the hashtag evergreenreads when you post on social media, we'll be pulling photos and things like that of people reading or people participating in all these activities. And those photos will be seen on the website. See, and that's what you need. You need a teenage girl for that. I have one of those. So uh, she could take pictures. She could put it through a filter. She can Instagram it. She can do the thing where the page flips back and forth in an infinite loop. This is, uh, we're going to have some fun with this. Okay, we're gonna, give we'll us her contact so we yeah, can we'll talk do, to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drive down the street, find, just just like, you'll see them. They're all on their phones. They're just walking along. That's what they're doing all day long. They're just they're just making posts of things. It's it's crazy. So perfect. That's yes. what we want our kids, our students to be doing as well. All right. And then, like you said, there's going to be a couple free copies, a few of them. 25 you know, per two, three school. Of them. Yeah, okay. And then you get a yard sign and a book. Okay. And so you can pick up a copy. Otherwise, you can go out and buy a copy once they run out. Or Alex, you're going to give out your address, right? You got like a couple of course, boxes yeah. in the basement. If you want to come up to my house, I'll be sure to hand them out. <laughs> and I think we'll be giving some away on social media throughout the next couple of months too. So look out for trivia or just different ways to win a copy. Well, I really appreciate you guys stopping by. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I will get to work right away on Charlotte's Web. And I am going to finish it before everybody else. And I am going to post that immediately on Instagram later on today. The show comes out on Monday. By the end of Monday, you will see me holding my book up triumphantly <laughs> on Instagram saying I beat all of you Evergreen Park. I was the first to finish Charlotte's Web. Perfect. And that should only and, take you 30 minutes. And there's right? a prize yeah. for that, right? There's a there cash is, prize yes, for the first the, person yeah. to finish it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. You heard it here first. Thank you very much, Angela and Alex. All right. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you. It's the middle of the show song. It's the middle of the show song. It's the middle of the show song, it's the middle of the show song Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song It's the middle of the show song Hannah, it's now time for a new segment that I'm going to be trying out called Conversations with my four-year-old <laughs> I've had a few of those <laughs> I have a 14-year-old daughter and a nearly 12-year-old son And then I have little Nicholas Then you have Nicholas My four-year-old <laughs> child that his teacher, his preschool teacher Once told me one time she was talking to him and realized she'd been talking to him for 25 straight minutes because he sucks you into a conversation and it's so interesting, you cannot break away from it. Mm -hmm. But there are things that he says sometimes that I just can't help but share. And so today I present to you a short conversation with myself and my four-year-old. I will be playing both parts. Okay, you're gonna have to use your imagination. Okay. Okay, you ready? All right. Clear your mind, a little theater of mind, here we go. Kids sit on the floor in the living room and I walk up. Hey, bud, how you doing? Good, Dad. Move out of the way to the TV. <laughs> Give me a second. I haven't seen you go to the bathroom all day. Have you gone to the bathroom today? Yeah. Yeah. I just went poop. 
Oh, okay. You wipe? Because he's four years old. I want to make sure he's wiping. Right. Yeah, I wiped. Good. And I turn around. I start to walk away. And I stop myself. I turn around. I go, with toilet paper? He looks at me with all seriousness. And he goes, no, with my hand. He sticks his hand up in the air. And I go, with your hand? And he goes, well, I washed it afterwards. <laughs> and this has been... Oh my God. Conversations with my four-year-old. Not touching that doorknob without a paper towel. <laughs> Listen up, EP Podcast listeners, for something big from core fitness and physical therapy. If you're not sure what your needs are, or if physical therapy is the right course of action for you, they are now offering a free 20-minute evaluation. All you have to do is call to schedule it. 708-422-0990. And if you mention the EP podcast, you get a special gift. Core gives you one-on-one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy also offers Pilates mat classes as well as group equipment classes, whatever your need. Give them a call today, 708-422-0990 or stop by their newly renovated and expanded facilities. 2940 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Experience something better at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. Joining me on the phone line right now, we have a very special guest. Uh, I, I think we actually spoke at some point over the summer for a little bit at Day in the Park, and I've wanted to have him on for a while just to sit down and talk about something I think every Evergreen Park resident has to hear and affects them. We have Vaughn Kirshner. He's from Waste Management. How are you, Vaughn? I'm doing well, Chris. Thank you for having me today. So I'm like everybody else out there. I've got garbage cans. But the big thing I wanted to kind of talk to you about today was recycling. My kids have gotten super into it. Like, they, we didn't recycle when we were kids. I, there was no such thing. Like, no, nobody did this. And, and now my kids are, like, super into it. And there are arguments that pop up in the house about what's recyclable and what isn't. Are there general guidelines, rules, things that like right off the top of your head, you can sit there and say, it's always this kind of thing. It's always this kind of thing. What kind of tips can you give me on that? Yeah, absolutely, Chris. You know, that's, uh, that's really a great question. And we want to keep it simple. Um, recycling has changed quite a bit in the last, uh, you know, 20 years. And we want to uh, just kind of educate residents on getting back to the basics. And we have three simple rules that we have in our recycle, uh, often recycle right uh, education program, and they are recycle all bottles, cans, and paper, keep items clean and dry, and no plastic bags. Don't overthink it. If you have to think about it, throw it out. All glass is good. All all cans are good, and all paper is good, but you want it to be clean. So if you're using paper plates and they're full of food, don't throw that in there. Correct. Do So everybody also has to rinse out their bottles and their cans because, you know, like I have a bar in my basement. We 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 podcast from down here and I, you know, people drink bottles of Miller light down here and they just toss them into the can. If I got a whole thing at the end of a party, do I have to go through and rinse all of them? Or since they finished the whole bottle, is it good enough? How, how clean does it have to be? As long as the liquid is out, Chris, that's the important thing. When we want people to rinse uh, containers is when you have like a spaghetti jar or something like that. That's when we want you to rinse, uh, rinse the container out. I'm holding right now, a half-empty uh, water bottle. Even if you wanted to throw something like this in a recycling cart, which you can, we'd want you to still empty out the rest of the water before you put it in. So now what happens if you get something like that? Because I've seen people do that all the time. 
Well, if it breaks open, um, it saturates the material and then doesn't get processed correctly. And if the water bottle stays intact through the uh, into the processing center, if uh, it's if it goes through the processing center, more than likely it'll go to uh, uh, the garbage. I want to run through a couple things that we at times have not been sure are recyclable here in the Lanuti house. And I will admit that many of these have ended up at some point getting thrown in there. You tell me if if it was if we were probably right or probably wrong on this, okay? Cardboard pizza box. Can I throw those in there? Um, typically not, um, because it has uh, grease and cheese. Um, if you want to take the time to tear off the top of your box, if it's clean, you can do that. But typically, you know, if there's any grease or any food or cheese on any part of the box, it is not acceptable. But what about like milk cartons? If they're rinsed out, or like if I'm getting a gallon of milk, is that the, is that a good kind of plastic to throw in there? Absolutely. Your uh, your milk cartons, your pop bottles, um, your laundry detergent bottles, those types of things are the things that we really are looking for. What are the craziest things that you guys seen get thrown in, recycle-wise, or even if it's in the garbage? Like, what are the things that you see that people dispose of? You're like, why do people keep doing this? There's a reason why we don't do that. <laughs> How long do you have? <laughs> well, just give me give me your best hits. You know, give me give me give me give me one or two of them that just stick out to you. All right. Well, one of the biggest things that we see, um, of course, is plastic bags. But beyond that, we see, of course, a lot of electronics. And of course, in the state of Illinois, electronics are banned. Um, we also see textiles. Um, even though we want textiles to be recycled, we can't accept them in a curbside program. So we encourage residents to take it to a Goodwill or something like that. Um, we see a lot of plastic toys. Um, again, same type of thing. We want that type of thing to be reused, so we ask residents to take it to uh, a Goodwill or something like that. Uh, we see uh, propane tanks. Please. Do oh come not on, that's ridiculous. Tanks. Somebody's throwing yeah. a propane tank in there. Well, especially the camping propane tanks, and um, you know, some people think they're metal, so they should be recycled. But those are so <laughs> dangerous not only to our truck driver, but also especially once it gets to the processing facility. If that happens to get caught in the gear and, and get uh, punctured, that thing will blow and really cause some, some injury. That's like putting a bomb inside of a garbage can. Who's do, if, if anybody out there within the sound of my voice has considered doing that, I want you to take a good look in the mirror and slap yourself one time in the face. Like, w- w- that's insane to me. Yep, yep. We see those quite often. We see needles. Um, please, uh, you know, recycle needles through your at your door program, which we, you know, started with the city a couple a couple years ago with a new contract. Anything you can really think of, we've seen it, Chris, um, and that's why it's so important that you're doing this, and um, you know, we're doing the curbside education program with the residents of Evergreen Park. We just want to help educate residents on how to recycle right. All right, before I get you out of here, Vaughn, I, I also want to ask you another question. This is something. This is more personal for me. I, I have a mess in my basement, okay? Like, we have a back room back here that has been uh, just accumulating things for the last 15 years. I've got kids that have grown out of toys, grown out of things that they have here. i got broken stuff. I just want to throw the majority of it away. Do I just slowly throw this stuff out in the trash over the next, like, six months? Can I? How much stuff can I put out there besides my two garbage cans? Like, if I got, like, a bed or if I got something that's broken down, what are the rules that waste management would prefer that I follow, and what won't they pick up from me? Well, included in, uh, in your service, you can put out a bulk item, 
um, each week. It's something that is uh, less than 50 pounds and is manageable by one person, you know, reasonably managed by one person. You know, if you wanted to get rid of everything all at one time, Chris, you know, um, you can call for a special pickup. That's an extra charge. Or Waste Management does have was called Bagster. I don't know if you've seen it in the hardware stores, but it is a small um, poly bag. Um, and uh, you can use it for small construction jobs or just some general refuse that you want to get rid of. Is that one of those things like you, you put that like in the driveway, it kind of like folds out, it looks like about the size of a car? Exactly, exactly. If I have more things I want to find out about, I'm sure Waste Management has a website. Why don't you give that to everybody? Uh, it's uh, wm.com, and uh, also we have developed a specific website for you know, the Village of Evergreen Park as well, that residents can go on and they can get that through their, uh, uh, connect through the uh, Village's website. Excellent. Well, Vaughn, thanks for joining me and you have a good week. You too. Thank you, Chris. Hey, Southsiders, are you White Sox fans? The number one most downloaded White Sox podcast, according to podbean.com, is Sox in the Basement. And it's part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. Insider Interviews stat breakdowns, and coverage year-round. Join me and my buddy Dave and all kinds of great guests each and every week for 30 Minutes of Socks. It's found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. So, Hannah, we declared this time period Evergreen Park's first ever Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras in Evergreen Park. I feel like this will get us through the winter blues. Yes. I think this will bridge us perfectly to St. Patrick's Day and spring training. Yes. These are the things that we're all looking forward to at this point. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of losers that really care about Valentine's Day. I wish I could find a way to (laughs) skip right through that. You know, look, I've known her now for 19 years. Coming up, I mean, like, this is right around the time that we met 19 years ago, like back end of January, which was terrible planning because, like, Valentine's Day was right around the corner. I think Uh, our our second or third date (laughs) was Valentine's Day. And I was like, are you? kidding me no no i brought one rose and i'll tell that story on valentine's day you've heard the story yes i have i will tell the story on valentine's day in a couple of weeks for that one because that saved my butt not only for that year not only for the beginning of a relationship what i did on valentine's day i i somehow navigated that perfectly but it set me up for the rest of my life with my wife okay so i will tell that story in the coming weeks but anyway i want to get us through the winter blahs it's mardi gras in evergreen park you a native louisianan you want to talk about Mardi Gras. I want to hear about Mardi Gras. Let's talk about the king cake. Let's talk about the king cake. Because this cake. is something people have to have. Now, is this something you only have on one day at the end? Is this something you have always you on your have table? You have it all during cake... Mardi Gras. So king cake is just sitting around the house. It's like it's like when your grandmother used to have like an Entenmann's and it was there just in case company stopped by. That That's what the king cake is. Yeah, any grocery store just has stacks and stacks of them. When you get to work, when you get into the office or I would get into the newsroom and there would just be king cakes everywhere because everyone would pick one up at the store and bring it to work. 
So you're eating nothing but king cake. What is in a king cake that makes it, it so good? It's more of a, it's like a Describe cinnamon. This for me. It's more like a, it's a cinnamon sweet bread dough. Okay. And it's braided. It's three, you know, three strips of dough and it's braided and then it's put into an oval. And then it's got the, the icing, you know, the sugar icing. And the on icing's top. in the colors of the Mardi icing Gras. is white, but the sprinkles are in the colors of Mardi Gras. Okay, because I've seen with the icing in different colors too. Because I remember when you first moved here. I made one. You made one, yep, but you did the icing I didn't in different have, colors. Because I didn't have any sprinkles. Didn't have the sprinkles. Okay. <laughs> so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have white icing on it. Yes. And then the sprinkles that are the purple, the yellow, and the green. And you just go Mardi crazy. Gras. You just put handfuls, just put globs okay. of them. Oh, so they're not like in strips or anything like that. It's just like sprinkle. Oh. All three are just thrown in well, there. A handful of purple, then a handful of gold, a okay. handful of green. You need to put them in order. All but. right. And then w- taste-wise for somebody who's never had a king cake. Like a cinnamon roll is what I would say. Okay. It's like a cinnamon roll. Can you get one? Now, here's the thing. I can't get Chicago-style pizza anywhere except for in Chicago. I can't get a New York bagel outside of New York. I, there are just certain things you can't get. The best street taco I ever had was in Southern California. Good luck to all you food trucks out here in Chicago. You can't compare. But do you have you been able to find king cakes oh, yes. here in Chicago that are comparable or the same as what you can get in Louisiana. Yes. Okay. And if I can do a most plug, bakeries can most bakeries do them or is it something? Well, you have you to call ch- around some bakeries. Okay. I've called and they just say what? What's the nearest one? Because we haven't asked. I want to be fair. I have not gone and asked any bakeries at Evergreen Park this year. I haven't either. Because so for we the might past, have to go see if they can do it. For the past seven years, I've been going to one place. It's in Mokina. You go all the way to Mokina. I go all the way to Mokina. It's right off of I eighty in Lagrange. And they do an authentic king cake. Yes, it's uh, Fleckenstein's Bakery. And when I was a reporter uh, covering Mokina, I had done a story on the owner. He actually went down to New Orleans, and I believe it was the Haydell Bakery family. He actually went and spent time with them, and he learned from this bakery family. It's been in New Orleans for over 100 years. He learned from them how to make it from scratch. And he makes it. When he takes punchki orders, he takes the Mardi Gras king cake orders. I always put mine in, and it is so good. It tastes just like something I would have gotten back home. I have, Sometimes better. I have a great ending to this segment right here. Remember last week, and if you didn't listen to last week's show, remember we had Abby Murphy on. We also had a sleep expert on for kids that don't go to sleep in your house. It's a great episode. Go back and check it out. Remember, you can always go back to all the old episodes of the EP Podcast, wherever you're subscribed to, and also on the EPPodcast.com. And they're always there for you. They're always on demand. They're always free. If you listen to last week's show, I said another thing that I'd love to do. I don't even know if I said on the show, but I thought I did was the idea of a winter block party. Yes, you did. Down here. Yes. In the basement bar where we do the show. Yes. And I said it to my wife, who somehow didn't say you can't let strangers into my house. She thought, that's a great idea. <laughs> so we're going to have a, we're going to, we're, we're just starting this right now, but I have to decide how do you get into this? See what I'm saying? Right. Like, how do you do it? Well, how so, do we do for the, for the beer tour? Right. Well, they, but what we're going like to do that. is we're going to come up with a new way each week that people can get in. Okay. So this week. If you can find a king cake comparable that Hannah would like, if you think you've got a spot closer to the Mokina where she can get a king cake, preferably here in Evergreen. Yes. But the closest spot in Evergreen Park or one place in Evergreen that you think you could put that king cake up and Hannah will try it and be like, yes, 
if you find that king cake, you don't even need to buy it. Just tell us where it is. Yeah, just tell me where and it is. We will go, we will get it, and if we try it, and we'll eat it. You get two passes, you and a friend, to join us at our first ever Evergreen Park Mardi Gras winter block party. Yes. Okay, that's what we're gonna and be the doing. The basement is a lot of fun to hang out in. Yes, we're gonna have a good time, and uh, we're gonna be doing this. So if you wanna do this, give us a call. Just give us a call if you know where there's one that you think. If, you, if you've got a spot, all you got to do, give me a call, tell me the spot. At the end of the call, leave your name and your phone number so I can get back to you, okay? 708-459-8406. 708-459-8406. On the first week of our Mardi Gras celebration for Hannah, who's homesick, Woo-hoo! for back in Louisiana. Yes, very because homesick. Because I want to get through the winter blahs. We are looking for the best king cake, the closest or inside of Evergreen Park. Go get them, EP Podcast fans. And I can't wait to see if we could find you one. Are these the cakes that had the little baby inside of them? Yes. Uh, now, where I choke some, on the baby? Well, okay. So where I eat the baby by mistake and I choke on the baby? I don't want to choke on a baby, Hannah. They finally started putting the baby in the cake. They used to. You know, they were scared of people choking. They would put the baby on top, and I'll have to cram it in there. And I always look very obvious, like where I crammed. You it don't want to cram the baby into the cake. No, but a lot That's of places are getting a little more like, yeah, you know, people are grown ups. There's a baby in there. Chew your food before you swallow it. You'll be fine. <laughs> Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudie's basement. The broad basement. Slancha. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.